Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. You know, I know that May has been kind of uh, noted as Mental Health Awareness Month, but let's face it, uh, when you're involved in uh, active life, agriculture, mental health is something you've got to be concentrating on every day. Joining us today is Janet Davidson. She is with Progressive Agriculture Foundation, and they are all about trying to reach out to the rural communities and people in general just to make sure you're taking care of yourself. And, you know, sometimes, Jenna, I think that we don't necessarily... Uh, earmark mental health is something that needs to be taken care of. I'm fine. I don't have any problems. I sleep well at night. But you're kind of focusing in that that's not necessarily the truth. Everybody probably does need to pause for a moment and think about truly their mental health because it impacts so many other elements of your life. You are exactly right, Pam. And I think the best way to do it, and it's a great time of the year being May and Mental Health Awareness Month, to just remind ourselves that we need to maintain a healthy relationship with ourselves. The best that we can take care of ourselves is, is the best way we can take care of others as well. So this means uh, taking that proactive approach and making sure we're taking care of both our minds, our bodies, and our souls, and not putting off activities that we really enjoy doing because those are the things that are going to uh, help bring us a better mental well-being and help us reduce stress. Let me ask you, Jana, in light of the drastic change many of us had in our lives with the pandemic, and everybody's story is a little bit different. Tell me a little bit about your observations on why self-care, both, as you said, for our physical body, but our mental health as well, why is it suddenly so much more critical as we get back to more face-to-face experiences? You're, you know what, last year was such a challenge for most people, and I think, you know, I look back to March and, and when things started to close down and schools started to let out. And, you know, at first it seemed like a much needed break that we all needed. And then we were missing, we were missing seeing people. We were missing all those activities. Now that the spring and summer months are approaching a year later, it is, it's different again. Things are opening up. Things are are coming back to normal. And again, we're finding ourselves faced with just being very busy and having busy lives. So it's just really, really important, though, that, you know, although our world is getting back to normal, um, we do still need to take that time that maybe we found for ourselves last year Mm -hmm. and make it a priority to um, better our needs. It's not selfish. It's self-care. You know, and one thing that many of us, I'm sure, became more reliant on, if not almost addicted, is the electronics trying to stay connected the best way we could through social media or constant emails or checking on the latest COVID numbers. I mean, I catch myself, it's, it's just like a, something that has to be fed. And that, you said, is something that we might want to think about pivoting in the opposite direction now that that's not a part of our required day. I think you're exactly right. I think it is important to build in those social media breaks. You know, put down that tablet, that smartphone, step away from the computer, especially during the workday, if you can, you know, get out and take a little walk and and not look at things because there is a lot of um, negativity out there and that can just bring you down and weigh you down. So put put that aside. And they also even recommend, you know, before you go to bed at night, you know, a lot of people tend to go back on their phone or their tablet and, you know, see what's going on. Well, if you go to bed sometimes with those negative thoughts, those can linger and, you know, and, and you know, 
be kind of a challenge for you to fall asleep. So um, that is another big suggestion is, you know, kind of put those those uh, technology devices away, uh, make sure you have a comfortable environment, um, and that's going to help give you a restful night's sleep so you feel good the next day. Well, and there are physical things, true physical things that we can do to try to help that uh, mental state of mind also. You know, I don't think that necessarily farmers think of some of these tools, but uh, you say that a f- physical activity does more than just help our body, right? It sure does. And it doesn't have to be something, you know, a, a full on big exercise regimen that you're going to do, you know, an hour or so a day. It's just making little changes, you know, taking those breaks within your day, whether it's, you know, just to take, you know, a walk and just um, step away from everything for just a moment or two. And then doing things when you can, like uh, trying to take the stairs instead of the elevator, um, or just simple stretch breaks, or, or, or finding your bicycle, getting that bicycle out again, and um, riding your bicycle, things like that that we may have put away because we feel like we're just too busy. We need to take that time to do it again. And, and maybe you're into um, yoga or meditation or breathing exercises. Those are all, all very helpful, too. And because the they go hand in glove with our physical health. You think, oh, yeah, well, a walk is going to do me good. But it really is all tied in, right? It, it certainly is. It certainly is. Everything is tied in together, and it's just, like I said, the little changes that you can make that can make a big difference. Well, one little change that I noticed on your list, and this is Janet Davidson along with us. She's uh, the educate, Education Content Specialist for Progressive Agriculture Foundation. One item that really hit home to me, a couple actually, just getting organized and keeping a journal you were mentioning earlier about the negative thoughts that we see on social media. Uh, sometimes it's just the negative feelings that we're feeling about our work environment, uh, some challenges with kids, whatever the case may be. Tell them about some of those suggestions, Jana, on getting organized and maybe even thinking about a journal. Sure. So one of the best things you can do is get yourself, um, especially during the workday or things that you need to accomplish, you know, maybe it's household chores or farming chores, Try to make yourself a list and set goals for yourself to um, get things done. It feels such a, it's such an accomplishment when you get to cross something off that list. That makes me feel good um, each day, each week to know that this is what I got accomplished. Sometimes if we don't have that list, we forget all the things that we conquered that day or that week. So that's really important. And you're right. Keep a journal. So we mentioned about not going for those um, tablets or our phone to check social media at night, but maybe grab that journal, and we can write down some of those negative thoughts we're feeling and then just close the book on them before we go to go to bed at night. And then hopefully we, we wake up um, seeing a new day before us and, and able to, to start again. I still think there are people that are trying to shake off the ramifications of the pandemic, Jana. One suggestion you make about mental wellness is kind of giving to others and, and reaching out a little bit through volunteering. You know, that was something that a lot of us may have done prior to the pandemic. And now I almost wonder if there's that little element of fear or apprehension that the pandemic has planted in what otherwise would be really active volunteers. Can you help us through that? Yes, I think you're right. And that was that was probably a challenge for, for myself and my family. We, we volunteered at quite a quite a few activities throughout the year, whether it was with 4-H. I also host a safety day that looked a little different last year. And all of the volunteers, all of the things that we volunteered for, too, those opportunities just weren't there anymore. But although there are sometimes opportunities that can be taken away, 
there there might be another opportunity knocking. So maybe your volunteer work might not be in a in a huge group setting, but maybe it's helping the neighbor out. Maybe maybe you have an elderly neighbor that could use help um mowing their lawn or or getting some groceries and things like that. So you can help in small ways, but I think I think as we see um things starting to go back to normal, there are going to be more opportunities to volunteer and that is so important for um, cultivating relationships and just making yourself feel good. It feels good to give back. And that's one thing I really pride ourselves on with the foundation and with the Progressive Agriculture Safety Day program. It's not our small staff of seven folks that are, that are getting these, uh, this job accomplished and teaching these safety messages. It's the volunteers. And we work with nearly 20,000 a year. And so if we didn't have them, we just wouldn't have our program. So we're excited just to get back to working with them as well this year and, and having them help uh, teach children about safety and health. Jenna Davidson with the Progressive Agriculture Foundation. Like she said, their staff focused in on trying to make sure adults and children alike are safe and in this particular instance, feeling uh, well about themselves, both physically and mentally. Now, there's a couple other key items that you want as takeaways here, Jenna, and that is uh, probably more than ever before, we have to pay attention to our communication skills and also treat each other with kindness. I mean, I think that's something we thought we talked a lot about during the pandemic, but those are really staples of what should be kind of our mantra for life, are they not? I I completely agree. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We sometimes miss goals. There's there's things we forget to do, but really we need to maintain that positive outlook. And the more positive we can be about ourselves and and positive around others, that's contagious. We we talked about negativity being contagious positivity is as well. So the more we can spread things like that and, and make those connections, you know, kind of pick up on if someone is just not quite themselves, you know, pick up the phone. I think sometimes we shy away and think, oh, maybe we should just, you know, leave them alone, give them space. Well, maybe they do want that listening ear and someone to uh, check in on them. So that's a really important one as well. And then last but certainly not least is just uh, finding a hobby. I think maybe that's something a lot of us did here this past year is find something that we're passionate about. Maybe it's something we, we used to do that we enjoyed and then we kind of pushed put it on the back burner because we just didn't have time. Find something that brings you joy, sewing, crocheting, things like that, and um, start that as your stress reliever. Well, they are all excellent tips. Again, May kind of earmarked as Mental Health Month, but, you know, mental health is something that we want to take care of every month out of the year. Jenna, how can people find more resources like the 10 self-care tips and uh, other safety-related items for their families? Where can they go? Pam, I think the best place they can go is our website, and that's www.progressiveag.org. There they will actually find a link right to this um column that we just uh, talked about here today and also many other resources for keeping children safe whether at home on the farm or on the ranch 